Trump learns that safe at home is less a baseball term and more an FBI target on The Political Junkie. You like Ike, I like Ike, everybody likes Ike for president. Add Ike to you, add me to me, I don't care how you quote it. Come on and vote for Kennedy, vote for Kennedy, and we'll come out on top. Vote for Richard Nixon and Henry Cabot Lodge, cause they're the ones to lead the USA. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to episode 391 of The Political Junkie. I'm Ken Rudin. Back in the 1950s, Robert Welch, the founder of the John Birch Society, called President Eisenhower a, quote, dedicated conscious agent of the communist conspiracy, unquote. It was one of many irrational claims that the Birch Society was known for. Ike was hardly a communist, but there are serious and legitimate questions about the loyalty of another former president, Donald Trump, and his handling of top-secret information that could make him a security risk. Last Monday's raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago home by the FBI happened because Trump had top-secret and sensitive documents that he illegally took with him when he left the White House. The government had been trying to get this information returned ever since, but its negotiations with the former president were going nowhere, thus the raid. For years, there had been questions about whether Trump had alerted Russian officials of various pieces of classified information he had in his possession. He even posted some things that were secret on Twitter. And when called out on it, Trump once said, I have declassification authority. I can do anything I want. Lest we forget, when U.S. intelligence agencies said Russia was indeed responsible for meddling in the 2016 election, Trump said this, with Vladimir Putin at his side at the 2018 Helsinki summit. People came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I have great confidence in my intelligence people, but uh, I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. The fantasy of Eisenhower being pals with Moscow, based on ridiculous and non-existent information, nonetheless enraged the John Birch Society and its ilk. Trump's relationship with Putin, his reckless use of classified documents, and his possible violation of the Espionage Act, as dangerous as it all is, seem to get a pass from today's Republican Party. Instead, it's the government, the FBI and the Justice Department, that is now seen as the real evil. Witness this week's attack on an FBI office in Cincinnati by a Trump supporter. Witness the death threats leveled at the federal judge who authorized the search warrant at Mar-a-Lago. Witness increasing calls for civil war, violence, and retaliation in the aftermath of the FBI raid. And where are Republican officials in all of this? They seem to have spent more time threatening retribution against Biden officials once the GOP takes power and less time condemning the violence and threats. Meanwhile, as Trump's home was being raided in Florida and as he was in New York pleading the Fifth Amendment more than 400 times in a deposition about his businesses, the former president was having another pretty good primary night. One week after prevailing against the Republican establishment, as well as Mike Pence, with the victory of Carrie Lake for governor of Arizona, Trump had similar success in Wisconsin, with Tim Michaels defeating Rebecca Clayfish in the Republican nomination for governor there. 
Trump gave Michaels a key endorsement while Clayfish was backed by Pence. I'm not sure if everyone is overdoing the Trump-Pence competition, a theme that started back in May when Pence endorsed Brian Kemp beat Trump's choice, David Perdue, in the Georgia gubernatorial primary. But if you keep the score, Trump is winning. There were other headlines in last week's primaries. Every opponent to Wisconsin's Mandela Barnes dropped out and endorsed him for the Senate in his bid to take on GOP incumbent Ron Johnson, who is thought to be the most endangered Republican senator. In Minnesota's 1st District, Republicans held on to the House seat of Jim Hagedorn, who died of cancer in February with the victory of Brad Finstad. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar won a surprisingly tight battle for renomination in the 5th District against a fellow Democrat, Don Samuels, who ran on a pro-cop platform to counteract Omar's defund the police campaign. In Vermont, Congressman Peter Welch easily won the Democratic Senate primary to replace the retiring Patrick Leahy in office 48 years. The House primary to succeed Welch went to Becca Ballant, who, if she wins in November, and she's heavily favored to do so, will become the state's first woman to serve in the House or Senate the last remaining state never to have done so. I'm looking for a hard-headed woman, headed woman One who'll make me do my best And if I find my hard-headed woman I know the rest of my life will be blessed Yes, yes There are many things we know about this Tuesday's Republican congressional primary in Wyoming. We know incumbent Liz Cheney faces challenger Harriet Hageman. We know that Donald Trump probably has more banking on this race than any other. We know that Cheney has become nationally known for her efforts to make Trump accountable for his efforts to overturn democracy. And we know, with all probability, that Cheney is going to lose, and perhaps lose big. She may be the darling of the media and the anti-Trumpers around the country. She may be heroically trying to protect the country from a repeat of January 6th. But that doesn't translate well in Wyoming, which gave Trump 70% of its vote in 2020, his largest margin of any state. Much of the fight has been on the airwaves. Here's the latest Hageman commercial. In Wyoming, we know that someone who rides for the brand is loyal. That loyalty is about honor, commitment, and keeping your word. Liz Cheney doesn't know what writing for the brand means. We sent her to DC to be loyal to the outfit that hired her, be loyal to Wyoming and our values. Instead of fighting for us, she's fighting against President Trump. She betrayed us. She betrayed our values. She betrayed the brand. And a new Cheney ad features her father, former Vice President Dick Cheney, who once held this congressional seat in a blistering attack on Trump. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. 
Liz is fearless. She never backs down from a fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will too. It's time to bring back our old friend, our young friend, Alan Simpson, who represented Wyoming in the Senate for three terms, rising to become Republican whip under Majority Leader Bob Dole. Senator, as always, it's an honor having you on The Political Junkie. Ken, it was a treat when I first met you at the Republican Convention in Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. That 19, 1952. When Everett Dirk... Oh. No, 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 it was 1980, actually. Anyway, I know who you are, and and you you do your stuff. Anyway, you you've known Liz Cheney and the Cheney family for a long time, and Wyoming has known Liz Cheney and her family for a long time. What happened to that relationship? Well, Donald Trump, uh, he is uh, he is immersed in revenge, hatred, vituperation. Other than, I can't think of any other words, but I can. And uh, he hates her. He doesn't just he, he doesn't just dislike her. He hates her guts, and he's going to do everything he can. He he got this woman, and Hegman is is not a not a, a bad person. She's a very able attorney, and but uh, Lynn is uh, Liz, 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 Liz. You mean? Yeah. Well, now Lynn is the mother. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Liz has said in debate. You know, uh, Harriet, that if you if you admitted that it was not stolen, Dodd Trump would drop you like a hot rock. Well, this week she she has, you know, she's ahead. Admit that, but she she said it, it was rigged. So that's what we're all waiting for. Because if she hadn't said that, old Trumpy babe would have flushed her. Down the Great River. And, what, and what, what's the part of town? Wasn't Hageman an, a never Trumper like in 2016? Wasn't she? Oh, a, yeah. yeah. She said some very, very vicious, I think it was a numbskull or a no brainer. Oh, yeah. But when they were looking for somebody to, to censure, uh, she was in the mix because she had run for governor before and they selected her from the midst. And uh, she is uh, the carrier of uh, all of the Trump battalions, and there are plenty of them out here. But remember, Ken, and you know this stuff, uh, the thing that brought Trump to the top was uh, when Hillary Clinton said, but Iraq, uh, October 4th, the campaign, uh, if I'm elected president, the first thing we do is stop all coal mining and no more coal miners in Wyoming or wherever she didn't say Wyoming, which was enough to, to take the purse that was stolen from the cowboys out here. That's how we ran our state was oil and gas royalties and coal. Anyway, she's not a bad person, uh, but she is selected from the midst uh, to be crowned by the Donald. Well, I mean, you know, as we both know, Liz Cheney has risked her entire political future by standing up to Trump and his efforts to upend democracy. What um, are you sad that she'll no longer be in Congress? I mean, or are you are you proud of what she's done? Are you both? I'm terribly proud of her. I've known her since she was eight years old. She and her sister Mary, uh, Dick 
campaign for Congress when I was doing campaigning for the U.S. Senate. So we ran together and we helped each other each time we would run because I always thought he might run against me. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, he uh, we never caught, never lost an election. I am so proud of her because, you know, every day that goes by, it doesn't matter whether Fox is going to report on it or whoever or the I can't stand it and she's just showing off. Every single day in, in the months to come on your black and white screen, even if you try to shut it off, they're chipping away at the at the at the base of Trump. I think each day he loses a little luster because his face uh, shows some hatred, even though he's winning a few. Yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, he, he, he could be the reason you can we could lose the House. That could be, and then they'll look at Trumpy in a different way. He's put up some real hammerheads, and the Dems and the Independents aren't going to buy some of these guys. It must Say, be the is, Senate, yeah, yeah. Who are who are these guys that talk about, you know, the Oman or whatever, or or you know, frying children in hot oil, and uh, there, he could he could he could cause the the loss of what. The, hoped for in our party, I am a Republican, would be to take over the House and the Senate. But don't worry about her. She's one savvy, sharp cookie. She knows history. She's uh, intellectual. She knows how to handle the media. She She's not like me when I get my foot in my mouth, which <laughs> is a 16-6-E. She knows how to handle things. I don't know what she'll do if she loses, if that happens. But I'll tell you, she ain't done yet. Well, there, there, there are those who say that had she been a good girl and, and did what she was told, she could have risen to Speaker of the House. What do you think of that? She wouldn't have wanted to be a Speaker of the House if she were just a totem and, and playing toady to somebody. Or to McCarthy. She's after him, you know. She's, she's nailing him right and left too she she's like a harry truman or a nixon they have a love of history her mother wrote books on the house of representatives uh and her father wrote a book called american exceptionalism this this is not somebody wandering off to suck their thumb in the corner this gal is on fire she's on fire all over america and she may not be good in 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 wyoming but i'll tell you they had a program here, came uh, where they dedicated the Manetta Simpson Conference Center and Library in honor of Norm Manetta and, and myself. And she is the congressperson. These are, uh, are incarcerated people, Nisai, Isai, who have been put in the War Relocation Center here in, in Heart Mountain, Wyoming. They're from all over the country. And she spoke and was introduced, and for five minutes, these people got out of their chairs and cheered for her. I never said she was in, she got quite teary. But let me tell you, out in the land, uh, Dick Ch or Liz Cheney is not some wandering poor soul, you know, thinking that she's going to take a defeat. She knows what she's doing, and she's going to sink her fangs in in the Achilles heel of the great one. A month ago, um, you were honored by President Biden. Uh, he awarded you the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Congratulations on that, by the way. It was, it's well-deserved. One, what did that mean to you? And two, 
How does that honor compare with you being on the political junkie? <laughs> well, there's just no, no comparison. It's like a sparrow belch in a typhoon. No, no, I didn't take that. I didn't mean that. No, it's a great honor. And the, one of the ironies of, 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 of the relationship with Norm Mineta, the Democrat, me, the Republican, is that he received the Medal of Freedom Honor from George W. Bush, and I received mine from Joe Biden. Yeah. That showed the course that Norm and I decided to go to work as Americans and not just Republicans or Democrats. It's one of the proudest moments of my life to receive that that honor. Yeah, you've talked to me about your relationship with Norman, and that goes back to when he was in an internment camp in Wyoming, right? He was 12 years old, yeah. and our scout leader said, well, come on, these, these guys are scouts. These are American Boy Scouts. They do the same manual. They, they, we tie, tie knots and merit badges, and so... Our parents said, well, get on out there, the fellow Boy Scouts. And that's where I met him, 12-year-old boys. We kept track of each other all through our time. Of, he was mayor of San Jose. He knew I was in the legislature here. We joined up. He was in the 76 race in the House. I was in the 78 race. And we met up and crushed our glasses and our suit coats and patted each other on the head. And Denny and Ann just said, what do they do with those <laughs> little boys? And, and and we were, and we are. And it was a great uh, thrill. And it's, we got our work done. We did the reparations stuff together. We worked on immigration. We worked on air, air, air transportation. A lot of things that don't get done now because if you're an R and a D sees you in the hallway, they they may spat upon you, and the same with the other one. Yeah. Or you got the groups, or the, the the squad, or you got the freedom fighters, or the you know, it's, it's like some great ancient country that have been hacking each other to death for about eight hundred years. Well, you know, no people talk about that. Both sides are doing it, but I I read somewhere that 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 Liz Cheney has cut back her her appearances in the state because she's been getting death threats. I mean, we could talk about oh, this. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, and and she had to hire her own uh, her own security guard. Uh, nobody's going to pay for that uh, because in this county everybody packs heat. This is an open carry. You do have to check your uh, Check your gun at the city council chambers. That's on the door. Uh, but let me tell you, uh, we haven't had anything. Yes, explosives happen, but, oh, you've had death threats. You, you, that's what's new about that. I've received those as a rhino. Well, you know, you and I go back more than 40 years, and uh, and I know, mm -hmm. you know, we've had a lot of laughs over that time, but but not many people are laughing any longer. These these are scary. Mm -hmm. These are scary times. I thought that that was that was I think the thing that gravitated me towards you was the fun in Detroit. Uh, my mother said that humor is the universal solvent against the abrasive elements of life. I I, I used that in my eulogy to George uh, Herbert Walker, and uh, it's true. But there is no humor, and if it is humor. It's a slicing kind of humor. You're making fun of somebody or some ethnic group. They have stepped up from discord 
to profanity to obscenity. There are steps in that process. Um, you know, I remember, we, as you said before, that, you know, both you and Dick Cheney were first elected in 1978. But mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say that Wyoming was a different place back then. And the GOP was a was a different party back then. Could Dick Cheney, could, could Alan Simpson, could Ronald Reagan win in Wyoming these days? That's, just, that's the thing I'm trying to, trying to get, get my hands around, the fact that the, how different the Republican Party has become, not only in Wyoming, but everywhere around the country. Well, people ask me, are you still a Republican? I said, yes, because uh, I had the same concept of when I started. The first I was an American, a citizen. Uh, and that I believed in limited government and fair taxation and live and let live and government out of your lives and mind your own damn business and not mess around in the lives uh, that's so antithesis in the Constitution of, of the state and the nation. All men, quote, women, are are created equal. That's a bunch of crap. They don't like homosexuals. They don't like transgenders. Uh, they don't like marginal people. Uh, they've given up their wise hoods. Uh, uh, but let me tell you, the blood is down there that's uh, thicker than water. You're doing your share, and and you do it with fairness. And I'm not soaping you up, but uh, you have a story to tell, and you do that with your as, you, as, as your mother said, if, if I can do a blog, Simpson can do a blog. Maybe I should have you and my mom on, on the same show, and we'll see who Oh, can... that would be terrific. Alan Simpson is a former three-term senator from Wyoming. He is supporting Liz Cheney in her bid for renomination in the August 16th primary. Al, as, as always, it's great talking to you. And if I don't speak to you before September 2nd, happy birthday, my friend. 91, pal. I will have passed uh, the a big milestone. But anyway, it's great to hear you and refresh a friendship of over 40 years. My goodness, a, a presidential medal of freedom, a birthday, oh and being on the political junkie. I mean, life doesn't really get better than that, does it? <laughs> well, not, not if you've told me that. <laughs> Al, thank you so much. Okay, pal. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away That's it for this week's show. Don't forget, you can always find my political blogs, trivia questions, and the Political Junkie store, all at krpoliticaljunkie.com. If you've got comments, questions, or complaints, send an email to ken at krpoliticaljunkie.com. You can also tweet me at Ken Rudin or shoot me a message on the show's Facebook page. And you can follow my button of the day on Instagram at the Political Junkie. Political Junkie is made possible thanks to the support of our listeners and donors. Your generous contributions are most appreciated. Keep them coming at krpoliticaljunkie.com slash donate. I'm Ken Rudin. Thanks for listening. Please stay safe. I'll see you soon. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Only
the darkness every day Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no 